there it is. Make it rain. How about $44 billion to make it rain? Or is about to do. Let's talk about this stuff today. Here we go. Let's make it rain. Shut up and sit down. Is your business in need of customers? Then you found the right show. Hernan Cias is the business bro, and he makes getting customers fun and easy. Watch, listen, and learn as each episode is designed to sell. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Mike, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's the interwebs. Maybe, maybe it's because we're sharing the interwebs. Nah, right? it was because I signed on and it was on regular uh, laptop mic, not actual connected mic. So, oh, okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, that. dude, let's jump on this. First of all, hey, dude, what up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, the I funny part is, literally, we are on the show together. But I'm at James's house. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So if there's a little bit of background noise, like echo, it's because he's in the other room over there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down the way. All right, ladies and gents, Ham, Elon, MFing Musk, dude. Holy crapola! Look at that, my phone's going off over here. Oops. That is, that is definitely. I don't even know what to say. I mean, that's a lot. Brilliant. I'm shocked. Honestly, I'm shocked. I like. Twitter becoming a private company. Um, I don't know. That's that's Facebook is still no. Yeah, no. Public traded. It's public. Yeah. What? How? How? How are you gonna? Is Twitter still gonna have all the same like features? I don't know. I don't know. Like, let's talk about it. Okay. Let's talk. What does it mean? What does it mean for Twitter? What does it mean? Let's let's first of all let's let's explain what is happening. All right. So okay. Sure. I mean, okay, number I think one, the world knows the, the world knows. But then there's some people who are like, what do you mean public? What do you mean private? What's going on here? What's what's actually happening? OK, okay sure. so Twitter, Twitter comes onto the scene. I don't know. First decade of 2000. Well, no, right? I think, really early like, on. like when you're talking about about whether it's private or or public. Right. Like this is what I think of. We got we got a board of directors that makes all the decisions. But now it's just Elon Musk that makes all the decisions. and like Twitter, I guess is just gonna keep. Well, that's, operating why, that's why from the beginning, like it right? is. So, so early on, early two thousands, right? This company comes along and is a social media company. Like almost any companies out there, Facebook included, some of these ones. What happens is you start to develop something that you that you think is pretty cool, something that you think is amazing, something that starts grabbing traction with the market. And what often happens is you end up finding venture capitalists, people who come and pour money and capital into your business, and they take an ownership interest. So think of like Shark Tank, for example. So you're just thinking startups in general. Startups in general. This is where we begin, right? So if you ever watched an episode of Shark Tank, these people come to the table with a product or service that the market, uh, hopefully when they go on Shark Tank, the market likes, right? In other words, they're making sales. There's trajectory. There's, it's a, a forward path. The, company is growing. It's not really dying. And so to move it along forward, one way to grow is to use a venture capitalist, somebody else who has money, pours in money into your company. And what they do is they take an ownership interest. And so now instead of you owning the company by yourself, it's you and whoever your investors are. Well, the next step in that evolutionary business ladder 
is to raise even more money. And the way you raise even more money is very similar to the way you would with a venture capitalist. It's, it's very similar. You would still get money from people who are investing in with you. But now what happens is it's a publicly traded company, which means it's governed by the Security and Exchange Commissions, which means that you and I, the average consumer, can go out and buy shares, ownership interest in a particular company. So that's really what happens. When you have a company like Twitter or like Facebook or whatever that goes public, what it's doing is it's opening its doorway to allow other people to invest. So they get an influx of cash. But now as a company, you are limited on the things you can do. You have a, like James was saying, a board of directors, people telling you what, uh, you know, what happens in this organization. And ultimately as ownership, as the board of directors, as a CEO, you're old, you're end game has to do with the stockholders now the people who have invested in that's your company. the difference right there and that's huge because twitter has been the place where a lot of people go and just have random discussions it's, i like to think of it as a bickering without the bickering it's just sure but, but speaking of that like here's here's you know the the major change i think for for twitter is exactly what you're talking about you go from uh, venture capitalists and and now it you know it becomes a publicly traded company so uh you know there's always going to be the board of directors sure but the board of directors have the shareholders to answer to yes. and you know the shareholders is regular old you and me it's us it's everybody yes. in america who can go out there and buy shares now that it's a privately owned company it's like uber before they went public right so there is still going to be a board of directors Yes. Elon Musk by himself doesn't have, you know, the capacity, maybe he does, the time, the willingness. He, he's, yeah. Right. It, it, it's not just his money. Like he, he's buying it, you know, it's he's taking it private, but there's still other investors that are there's involved. Still other with things and involved. There's, 100%. And there's and and those people are going to be now stakeholders. Yes. We, the general public, are no longer stakeholders in Twitter. Right. That's, right. that's a so big change. That's, that's that one of the big changes, right? So ownership interest is a big change. So what happens? Elon comes to the table. He's like, Hey, I want to buy Twitter. I want to be able to do what I want to do. Right. So what is that? Mm -hmm. What? I mean, why can't a company do what they want to do anyways? So like we were saying, when you, because they have to with, answer to shareholders, because when you're dealing with shareholders at the end of the day, there is there are proxy votes. There are things that you can do. When when Elon first bought into Twitter, he bought like I think it was a nine or ten percent uh, mm -hmm. stock interest, right? Mm -hmm. And the idea behind it was if I can buy a chunk of this company, then I can dictate or at least try to enforce my opinion onto the board of directors, onto mm -hmm. you know these types of things. And what he saw was it wasn't good enough. Now let's take the clock back a little bit. Why is taking Twitter private versus leaving it public such a big issue. Well, you guys remember the last president that we had, <laughs> Donald J. Trump? So if you remember a lot of what happened in 2020, there was so much uh, discussion on politics, on the campaigns, on what you can and can't say. And we're living in a time of cancel culture. Cancel culture mm -hmm. is one of those weird things that uh, I agree and disagree with at the same time. For example, Twitter. What Twitter did to Donald Trump was basically said, hey, we don't like what you're saying. And, and mind you, I don't care if you agree, disagree, whatever. That's not the point. The point is this publicly traded company said, we don't like you. We are going to remove you and your ability to comment on our site. 
hands down. That's the rule, right? They're like that who are like, yes, go Twitter. You need to shut that guy up. He shouldn't have been saying what he needed to be saying anyways. But then there's the other side. The other side is, hey, man, what happened to freedom of speech? You might disagree with him and not like what he's saying, but you can't silence him. And here is that dilemma of, well, can you or can't you silence him? The truth of the matter is you can't silence somebody like Donald Trump because he can go and talk at any corner, any event, any other social media platform. But he doesn't own Twitter. And so when Twitter makes a rule, they can do that. If Twitter decided they wanted to shift and go into a, a more of a video platform, they can decide to do that. They're, that's their choice. What Elon is trying to do is he's trying to take it and dial it back. He's trying to say, hey, look, Twitter is such a big platform that we shouldn't be silencing people. We should be using it to express, to talk, to communicate, to hash out. And so I think that's one of his big things. He's going to buy this company, $44 billion. And then my assumption is he's going to open it up. I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, my question really is, is this the beginning of the end for Twitter? Or is this the beginning of something we haven't seen before to open things up? Because you guys got to remember, James, I mean, you know, Elon Musk, he thinks way differently than any of us. Mm -hmm. I mean, I am convinced that that guy is part alien. He's not from this planet at some point. Uh, he was dropped off, <laughs> maybe from the he rings of Jupiter off. <laughs> or, or from Mars itself. I don't know. Uh, and he's just trying to make his way back home. That's I'm, I'm convinced that that's, that's, that's the idea. That's the idea. But. What Elon phone home. <laughs> Elon <laughs> phone home. But at some point, like he's created these companies that uh, are way ab ahead of their time. Right? Mm -hmm. He has a vision for the world, a vision for artificial intelligence, for SpaceX, for humans in general mm -hmm. that most of us don't understand. And so I'm excited to see what happens with this Twitter thing. I think it's super cool. I think this guy, to me, is literally Bruce Wayne. Like, I remember the, remember the movie and Bruce Wayne, dude? Uh, I bought the, the restaurant. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Where, he, where he's going to sit there with, with Rachel and, uh, and Harvey Dent. And he's like, oh, maybe we could put some t tables together. And they're like, oh, I don't know if they'll let you do that. He's like, yeah, they should. Uh, I own the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, yep. Most of us are. Or like Real life Bruce kids. Wayne. Yeah, or we're, we're, we're little kids, right? What if, what if Elon up... Musk was Batman? Dude. Like what if he's actually Batman? Batman? I, I honestly, okay. So I see him more, <laughs> like a, more like a Bruce Wayne than a Tony Stark. But I yeah. but when it comes to the superhero version of him, I think he's more of an Iron Man than he is a Batman. Mm. I don't know. I, I, I figure like he'd end up going the AI route, the robotics route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think he's uh put the suit on and go like bunch <laughs> beat some people up. Like that suit better have like its own intelligence. Jarvis, let's go. <laughs> what would he name uh, it? That's funny. What would he name it? He'd name it like some, like he named his kids, right? Some like weird name. <laughs> but it's, like, a symbol. Like, yeah, a symbol. <laughs> like it wouldn't even be a, an actual thing. Nice, nice, nice. So, so Elon buys Twitter, dude. I mean, to me, that's some exciting stuff. I think it's super cool that we have lived in a lifetime where we have like an Elon Musk in our world where he started off with like nothing built this little rinky dink company called PayPal. Right. And then that kind of fuels him to do all these other things, which is like SpaceX and Tesla mm -hmm. and the boring company and all these other amazing things that are shaping the world. I just think that Twitter is going to be one of those things where 
Like what happens when the mainstream media doesn't have control over a big media outlet like this? What happens when you can't control 100% of a narrative? Or what if he is the other side? What if he is the control of the narrative under disguise? What if he's the Wizard of Oz, right? Like the, the Oz behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah, Twitter's public. Yeah, yeah, no, no, nothing's going on. Going back to that, though, like the narrative is whatever you want it to be, right? Because oh, it's your algorithm. Yeah. It just tells you, it just shows you more of what you want to see. So the narrative is whatever you want it to be. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like who you're talking to. Right. Uh -huh. I think the, the, the algorithm I think is different for, it was definitely different, but it's different type of interactions that we have on Twitter than we would on TikTok, for example, or for Instagram. Like TikTok is very much, I'm sorry, Twitter is very much conversation. Mm -hmm. Like this is where we talk and disagree and fight behind a keyboard with our thumbs. Right. And this is where a lot of the, the dialogue goes, but it's, to me, it's like a brush fire. This is like a spark here, a spark here, a spark here, a spark here, a spark here on Twitter until it catches fire. And then all of a sudden, everybody's talking about it across multiple platforms. I just think that's the – this is the the breeding ground. This is the whisper ground. This is what – to me, that's what a Twitter – that's what tweets are. I mean, I, granted, people are probably yelling at each other. But I feel like that's the, that's the whisper of the internet that kind of feeds mm. some of these other stories. Twitter is the whisper of the internet. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. I just think uh, it is, dude. Like, I, I mean, I feel like YouTube is, is the, the documentary has, of the internet. It's, it's one of the places where everybody has a voice. That's the thing is everywhere you go, everywhere everybody has. Everybody a voice. does have a voice everywhere. Yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. I'll give you that. And Twitter, Twitter sometimes gets viral. Who knows who, what goes viral anymore? It all goes viral now. It's it's all viral, and nothing so, yeah. is viral. Some sometimes it's a TikTok, and sometimes it's a a tweet. And sometimes it's a reel and sometimes it's a Facebook story. Like sometimes it's a YouTube video. Everything goes viral. I give you that. Virality is, is I guess, relevant or perspective. Relative. I don't know. It's all, relative. Yeah. It's all relative. Because <laughs> whatever I see on TikTok, right? If it's really viral, I'm going to see it on Instagram. This is true. It's true. You're like, for example, the slap heard round world, right? The whole Will Smith thing. Yeah, it's yeah, on every yeah. platform. Yeah, yeah. And I agree with platform. that. I agree with every that. Every virality. Meme. Yeah, for sure. For sure. The virality, for sure. But it's just the type of interaction that you have is a little bit different. Yeah. It's his all. Anyway. Anyways. All right. All we'll right, see so how that changes. Thank you, Elon Musk, for, I don't for know. For buying Twitter? For throwing, throwing so, a wrench in the system? For so here's, here's a question. Fun? Here's a question for you. Yeah. Um, so... What happens if you get buyer's remorse or do you back out or like, like, is this one of those things where like people are like, screw that. I don't like him. I'm leaving. And you get waves of people going off the platform. Like I, this has got to be one of the, to me, I mean, I have a hard time going and like buying something for like a thousand dollars. I'm thinking about it after the purchase. I'm like, Ooh, was it actually good? You know, uh, when you talk to people in sales, they, everybody always buys emotionally and then justifies logically. Right. That's hmm. usually the way things go. You buy a Ferrari. You're like, this is amazing. And then you go home and you tell the wife it's because it gets this many miles to the gallon and I got a really <laughs> good deal. And it was, you know, they got it right. So that whole psychological thing of buying emotionally and then uh, explaining logically, you think you think when Elon comes across stuff like this, because I feel like sometimes he just says things off the cuff and he takes action. Do You think it's well <laughs> thought out and he has a plan going forward 
Or do you think this is one of those things where he's like, ah, I'm going to stick it to you and then I'm going to watch the stock price go up like he did with like Bitcoins or Ethereum, you know, some of these. And then once the stock price goes up, he does what every rich person does. And he's like, hey, I made this company better. Uh, I think this is great. I mean, it's a big difference going from IPO to private back to IPO. I'm assuming there's a huge difference. But like, I wonder, man, like, do you do you really think about making some of these big purchases? I mean, we as normal people take off a lot of zeros and it's still a big purchase for us. And uh-huh. this one, $44 million, dude. 44 I mean, billion. I mean, this, 44 yeah. billion. Yeah. I, it's wild to me. I have no idea how, you know, what, what his thought process is there. Uh, if he thinks about it. I mean, I, I you know, I, I agree with you. He wants to open it up. I, I think, you know, uh, I think probably Trump will get back on that platform at some point. Um because he's just going to take it private and open it up to everybody. And who knows what's going to come from that. I wonder if it's going to be one of those things where like, we're going to kind of look at this later down the road and be like, remember when that happened? That was dumb. Or remember yeah. when that happened? Dude, that was when everything changed. You know what I mean? Like these are yep. pinnacle to me. These are huge pinnacle moments, especially when be. we're entering like a web 3.0 world, right? Ooh. Like how important or how valid is Twitter going to be? If we're heading into a different type of internet experience, type of like a you know, VR internet experience, basically like a VR, I'm I'm thinking it's actually going to be more like uh like you're seeing it in it's it's a what do they call it when it's uh it's not VR holographic, it's it's know. a holographic type thing where you're interacting with the with with the world kind of uh where you're wearing the glasses. What's it called, man? I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. Uh, I don't know, like a HUD display. <laughs> it's something like that. Twitter slap. All these over here, like Twitter slap. You're absolutely right, man. Hollow That's what happened. Ha, hollow sweet. Star hollow Trek. Sweet. Oh, dude. No, no. There's something called, uh, I got to remember, it's not coming to me right now, but it's not virtual reality. It's augmented reality. There augmented reality. It's augmented reality. And yes, it's coming. The augmented reality is almost, it's actually things that we're already interacting with. But that's what it makes me wonder, right? If we're entering into a world of an augmented reality, where does Twitter, how does Twitter play? How does TikTok play into that world? How does Facebook and Instagram play into that world? I mean, they're all thinking about it. You know, yeah. Uh, Facebook switched over to Meta. They work with Oculus. You know, there's a lot of things that are going on that are embedded. I just don't know if Twitter's along the same path. Is Twitter going to be the Kmart of the social medias? Or is it going to be the Walmarts, the ones that takes off, the Targets? I, I mean, I don't know. Targets. This is, is Targets. This is one of those things where, like, Twitter, I'm not a big avid Twitter user. You know what I mean? Me like either. I hop on Twitter from time to time. I retweet stuff. I uh, I do some stuff, and I and I I use it more like to kind of see what's going on on a particular subject. The the hashtag searches on there are pretty cool to kind of look up what people are saying about stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm mm-hmm. not a super Twitter user. So is this thing gonna is it gonna change? Is it going to be something that uh that he sees? Like I said, Elon always thinks differently. So if we're talking about augmented reality, does he have a vision for Twitter? going into this web 3.0 space does he have a vision for twitter to be embedded in the communications of his teslas or, mm-hmm. i mean like there's so many different things that you figure application can go into some of these other companies that he's that he's using and i know he has a tendency of doing those things like he builds certain things certain company pieces to like solve a problem and then he uses them in other companies that he's already working on like i i just it's true dude the guy's the guy's 
a genius. So I, it really got he's my an alien. mind thinking. You're right. He's an alien, dude. He's an alien. But it really got my mind thinking, like, what is the future of Twitter? What is what is going Your to guess happen? Your guess is as good forward? as mine. Your guess is as good as mine. And, you know. Brilliant. Nobody, nobody knows. And that's part of the fun, I guess. Part of hey, the I'm going to take a little a little side here because I got Ollie here. And at the same time, uh, I had a conversation today with, with our boy, Mr. Eric Gilman, baby. Oh, yeah. Eric Gilman hit me up from uh, from his travels over at New Mexico. So here we go. Oh, damn. He's in New Mexico already. He's in New Mexico. He's about eight writing Woo. days away from coming back to San Diego. And let me make nice. my screen a, a, a big in here so everybody else can see. Yeah. So if you guys are looking at the live show, Eric rides for hope. He's coming back on May 7th, 4 p.m. at the Bata Fulkerson building is where the nice. event is going to be. So if you guys are interested in stopping by, dude, I mean, talk about great people. We got mm -hmm. Eric Gilman, the sharpest guy I know, who's literally riding his bike across the country to raise a quarter million dollars uh, for, for, for the Angel hospital Wings, in Haiti. Right. Now, his end of the ride party when he does this event on May 7th is going to be at the Bata Fulkerson Law Offices, the building uh, right in downtown San Diego, right? Uh, not the Bulldogs. Uh, but the Bulldog building. That's where it's going to be. Mind you, another great set of people. You guys don't, if you're not from San Diego, you guys got to understand. Bata Fulkerson and their team, they do so many amazing things for all kinds of organizations yep. in the city of San Diego. They are yep. that bulldog is a staple. If I was in my podcast studio, you would see the bulldog right behind me. Uh, you know, it's one of those things like Dan never misses a beat when it comes to getting out and helping the community. Uh, we we were we had the privilege of going to help out um, all about the kids, which is a food bank here in San Diego. Battle Fulkerson is one of the normal donations, and they give money to this organization all the time, feeding families in San Diego. So if you we guys didn't want even to check out we didn't even connect through Battle Fulkerson. We just no. connected with that person, and it just so happens that Battle Fulkerson is one of their primary donors. Exactly, exactly. So if you guys are available, you're in San Diego, May seventh, four p.m. at the Battle Fulkerson building. Let's check it out. If you're interested, send me a DM. Uh, I'll send you the details or at least the Eventbrite invitation. And let's let's do it. Let's hang out. Um, I'm going to be there towards the end because one of my best friends is getting married that day. So I'll be there a little bit towards the end. But there's a bunch of great people that are going to be there. It's a great opportunity to network. Uh, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. You get to go and meet people, shake hands, give hugs. If you want to wear a mask, by all means do. But Network with some great people that are doing some amazing things for the city, uh, doing some amazing things for other people around the world. Because that's really what it's all about. We're here to be of service to others. And uh, and these people are definitely making that happen. So, faux shizzle. It, it, and if you need to donate, by the way, at Eric Rides for Hope is his uh, is his. Uh, handle so at eric rides for hope or you can go to angel rings angel wings international.org and you guys can donate there and he's doing some amazingly great things now i don't know if we'll ever reach 44 billion dollars in donations so i don't think we have a chance of buying twitter but every little bit helps uh especially since uh he's doing this riding his bike across the country 250 miles 250 thousand dollars is what he's trying to raise riding 2,000 miles across the country and he's almost done right. 3,000 miles. Yeah, you're right. 3,000 miles. 2,800 and something, right? I don't forgot what it was. Uh, yeah, almost 3,000 miles across the country. Just on, it a up to bicycle, three. on a yep. bicycle. On a bicycle. Wild. 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 
All right, dude. Uh, I'm gonna cut today's uh, today's episode short. I just wanted to make sure we we go out there. And yes, Ali is going. He says Eric rides for hope. He is the man for sure. Hey, but by the way, Ham, I had the opportunity the other day to go have lunch with Ali. Uh-huh. We went to go eat sushi. It was a great and amazing time, Ali. Thanks for uh, for reaching out and inviting me. Uh, and I had leftover sushi, dude. I had leftover sushi. I was gonna bring it home. And before we head out, you know, got gotta get one for the gram. So. Uh-huh. You know, I put it down, take a picture with Ollie, typing it up, drive home. I get home and I realize, damn it. I done lift the I knew sushi it. on my hood, I knew dude. It. Oh, I no, on the hood. hood. And it just oh. like, slid off somewhere. I felt so bad because it was damn some good it. sushi left over, man. Oh, dude. Love you too, bro. Love you too. All kinds All of right, that stuff. All right. That sounds like I'm getting sushi today. It sounds like we're getting sushi today. <laughs> <laughs> at least some twi- at least some twizzies. Look at that. All he says he misses you, by the way, James. He, he was saying he was telling me he missed you uh, on some of these live things. Nah, so. I love, love you too, man. Miss you too. <laughs> Sam, hey, Sam says, dude, you're getting old, bro. Hey, Sam, we got wrinkles, we got loss of hair, my friend. Like it's all happening, dude. It's all happening. Speak for yourselves. <laughs> yeah, old, old. Oh, I'm Benjamin Button, baby. I, I go backwards on my age. I'm not dealing with sciatica or anything. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, back problems? What's that? This, this, this isn't a uh, inversion table or anything right here. <laughs> Getting old. Road sushi, dude. <laughs> oh. Road sushi. Oh, Good bad stuff. stuff. All right, ladies and gents. Hey, uh, just a reminder. We put on a show every single day, Monday through Friday, uh, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you guys are interested in creating 30 days of content, because that's really what it is. Every episode that we record with a guest, we can turn into 30 days of content. So if you, as a business owner, know that you need to be putting out content because you feel like you're invisible, like nobody really knows who you are. You're trying to grow your brand, build your message, become a recognized logo person, whatever on the internet, then you need to create content. If you need help doing that, maybe you don't know what to say. Maybe you're not comfortable. You don't know how to write scripts. You don't know how to do video editing. No problem. We got you taken care of. Go to businessbros.biz. You can schedule one of our free episodes and we'll show you how to create 30 days of content. And if you just want to get started, go to businessbros.biz, click on that 30 days of content, figure out how we can help you create your content so that you stop being invisible. You start being visible, credible, and of course, profitable. We'll see you guys again. Manana. Peace. Peace out. Thanks for watching the Business Bros. If you're ready to get more clients and want to work with the Business Bro, visit our website, www.businessbros.biz, and click on the Need More Customers button, or learn how to generate more referrals with our video testimonial packages. Go to www.businessbros.biz and start getting more customers.